Hello, everybody. Welcome to Plus Ultra, the My Hero Academia recap podcast. My name is Max Newland. I'm Emily Linders. And look, it's me, the other Max. I'm Max Kostrak. So, so this time, instead of half Maxes, it's two-thirds Maxes. Wait. We're just shifting the ratio. Since your last name starts with a K, I can just call you Mac. And then Max will be Sure. Man. Yeah, okay. Mac-man. You're man, and he's Mac. This is, we, yeah, we've actually never solved this problem in this exact way before. Well, you know what? I like to think outside the box. That's great. Outside the Max. And, you know, if there's anything I've learned from this show that we watch, it's that thinking outside the box is, like, prerequisite. You know Basically I mean? a superpower. This one, uh, this today we watched episode, oh, by the way, Max Kostrak is here. Uh, visiting from Zenkai Boost, which is our other podcast, which is a good one. If you like I, this, yeah. you should try it out. I took the train, <laughs> and then we're then we're both going to get back on the train in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is episode ten, Encounter with the Unknown. Uh, no recap before the OP in this one. Again, holy crap! Important stuff oh. going on. There's there's no time for a recap. Move it. Uh. A mysterious voice. We we basically pick up right right exactly where we left off. The villains are breaking into the USJ. Um, Aizawa is the first to realize it's not a it's not a drill, and then a mysterious voice uh, notes the lack of all might. I want to say uh, this episode takes a turn for like the whole series at this moment. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. This becomes like what the rest of the show is going to be about, basically. Yep. And the Cloud Man that. The mysterious voice that Cloud is Man. Chuck Huber in the English voice dub, and he also does the voice of Kie from Yu Yu Hakusho, and he does a lot of other. Oh things. wow, it's neat! Just, yeah, he was also he was in Shin Chan, and he holy shit, he was in Shin Chan. Oh, wow, he, he plays the dad. <laughs> Wowie Kazawi. I really yeah. love his voice that he does for this character Kurogiri. Yeah, he also does Android 17 and uh, Pilaf. I, literally speechless. I didn't. I had no idea Same, he was Android that is 17. News to yeah. Me. Wow. Cool. Hell of a range on this guy. And what a cool character he's playing. Can I just say, I yeah. love his design. I love his whole aesthetic. It's it's awesome. It's just cool. I like that he's the bartender in the villain hideout. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of Hexus. You're from yes. Bengali? Oh, yeah. He's just this oh, shit. Yeah, like, dude. crazy that monster, guy, amorphous. That guy and... used to scare me so bad when I was a boy, when I was dude, a lad. I didn't know that in the full version of the Toxic Love song he sings, he says that he's a special kind of horny. And I was like, whoa. What? I do remember on. that in the kids movie. <laughs> I did not oh, know Tim this. Curry. Yeah. Is this when he's a skeleton that he sings this part? It's I. It's during the like the Toxic Love song at some point. I think it's when <laughs> he like. Love. He closes himself behind a door, and I don't know. We, we're coming full circle again back to Tim Curry on the show. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I want to mention that there's some really amazing um, character design going on in these villains that are Dude, pouring into the USJ. bro, I took notes on that, too. One Me of them's too. a Venus flytrap. Yeah, he's my favorite. Every background it's... character in the show is amazing. I, I just, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, they pay so much good attention to detail with all the background characters. There's the eyeball guy. He's, his head is just an eye. And then there's the the one that's just like a giant head with arms and legs sticking out of it. <laughs> How useful big... is that? Oh my god, he could become a bowling ball. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. 
Uh, Shigaraki is is upset at the lack of All Might as well. By the way, Shigaraki also is hand face man. Oh yeah, it's... I don't know if we've ever said that. Sorry. <laughs> well, now you know. And what a creepy you know. villain this guy is. Yeah, and I don't. It's kind of weird with all the hands. Ugh. I don't believe yeah. his quirk has been displayed yet. So Not yet, we're still, no. We're still left to, to wonder. Um. So Cloud Man, hit, we're, if we're saying names, his name's Kurogiri. And he says that he only sees 13 in Eraser, so where's All Might? And Shigaraki is like, well, maybe we can just kill a couple of the kids and he'll show up. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah wow. That's where you first jump to. Uh, yeah, right to the point. Like, these are villains. Wow. Hey, Kurokiri, uh, Shigaraki likes results. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and so Deku says that we looked at these villains and pure evil stared back, and then there's just a shot of Shigaraki with one eye just peering through the hand, and I was like... Does he breathe through the little holes on the end of the the wrist thing? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't even have to... I don't know. Does he have to breathe? Is Shigaraki alive? Is he dead? Is he a zombie? Is it... <gasps> Wait a minute. His... He was dead the whole time. Oh, fuck. He's been dead for 40 years. For 40 years. <laughs> that would be an amazing twist, man. I would love that. So the kids are a little bit confused about how all these villains got here, and Todoroki is the first one to guess that um, they, they came in using the media as a, as a cover. Oh, that previous Bastards. incident that happened. Yes, the previous incident from episode nine. Um, and I, I think it might be 13. I forget exactly who it is that says that one of the villains is jamming the alarm system with their quirk. It might have. I think it might have been 13 because they were like, why aren't the alarms going off? 13's like, oh, I don't fucking know. I feel like you live and in I've... this world. Anytime anything you don't understand is going on, it's like, oh, somebody with a quirk probably did that. There's... Somebody's <laughs> probably got a quirk to fuck with that. There's it's a like quirk a wizard did it in D anD. d It's like there's an app for that, but there's a quirk for that. There's a quirk exactly. for that. Exactly. Boom. You can just you know, boom. There he is. And so, okay. Uh, oh, I have, I have a thing, a side note about thirteen. So, is thirteen named after Apollo thirteen? That'd because be cool Apollo as hell. Apollo thirteen. Well, it was a disaster mission, but the crew was all saved, and thirteen's hmm. a rescue hero. Oh shit! That, that's a that's good actually point. really cool. And and given how much influence American cinema has over this world, yeah. Um. Like, you know, fucking Tatooine shopping district and Dagobah Beach and all that. <laughs> and, the, I mean, the, the American name Smash is... So oh, yeah. <laughs> United States of Smash is definitely a we Western We get one of those this episode, and I was so excited. I love that. Anytime that happens, no matter what smash. character does it, a Smash, a smash. is so good. <laughs> so, 13... Um, is wait no hold on hold on I'm jumping ahead of myself here because it's Aizawa uh, who makes the decision to have Kaminari try and contact the administration using his quirk, uh, which is something that heretofore has not been a thing. Yeah. Uh, but su- supposedly one of the perks of using electricity is that you can do stuff like that. Well, he has like a little like a communicator it looks like or something on his head. Like That's, the- yeah, like Max was saying, he looks like he's part of a boy band. He really does. <laughs> So you can just communicate with other boy band quirk users. Uh, uh, Deku, I was about to fly into action, and Deku's like, "But you're you're better at stealth. You're better at one on one. What are you doing?" I was like, and, Dang. I was like "Nerd, come on!" What a Aizawa shitty hits thing him to say. With, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm not a one trick pony, bitch." Yeah, dude. He says you can't be a pro if you only have one trick. 
This ain't my first rodeo. It's my second. Aizawa really, like, shows off this episode, and it's awesome. I love oh, every sure. moment of it's his awesome. action. Husbando. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but he's husbando to me. <laughs> and the villains, okay, I got confused on this part because they were like, I thought it was just supposed to be All Might and 13, so who the fuck is this? And I was like, wait a minute, didn't Kurogiri just say it was supposed to be uh, all three of them? I guess the villains are dumb. I don't. I, don't I know. think the villains There's are probably dumb. Error here. Um, one of them guesses that Eraserhead can't erase what he calls a heteromorphic quirk. Okay, this is some good lore. And he's like, "What?" Which I'm guessing means you know it's just a quirk where it's like like Sue's. You can't really erase that. Yeah. Um, because it's just how she is. Yeah, it's just how their body uh, is. It's not a thing they activate or turn on. And Isaac was like, bitch, please. Yeah, Isaac just punches him in the fucking face. <laughs> and takes his scarf and just kind of like, like a lasso, just whoop. Like, you can only use that if you can get close to me. Bye. Yeah, he does this cool thing where he grabs three different villains and does like a triple head bonk with them above his head. And he pulls like a fucking Clint Eastwood and calls them all gutter punks. <laughs> gutter punks. Good term. Like, okay, dirty Harry. Uh, Shigaraki is very annoyed by this, and what he says is, the worst thing about dealing with pros is when they live up to the hype. <laughs> That's a good line. I like that. Dude, this, he's starting to show all of his childlike behavior immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shigur- uh, Kurogiri introduces himself to the kids, and he sort of blabs about their intention to kill All Might. And as a response to this, 13 steps up. But then Kaminari and Baku, or sorry, Kirishima and Bakugo also step up. Suddenly Bakugo. Yeah, suddenly Bakugo. Yeah, and that caught me by surprise. Every time I'm just like, oh shit, look who's they jumping fuck in. fuck up a little bit. Man, I don't even feel like we should be surprised by Bakugo doing these things anymore. I'm disappointed be. that Kirishima joined him on this one. You, yeah. I'm like, man, you know better. But don't he, steal the limelight. opportunity to be manly. Clearly he did not know better at this point, and it they kind of whiff on that because uh, Kuragiri's big and scary and made a mist and 13 can't use her quirk because there's children. Yep. And then he does all this crazy warp gate stuff. He like generates a big dome of, of like purple mist energy. He gets really big. That's all him though. Like, I feel like yes. he just get really big. Basically he, spreads, he became he puts large his, and he puts them. his body all over these high school students. Who would win? All the high school students or one big fluffy boy? <laughs> the fluffy boy. <laughs> uh, looks like the fluffy boy won this one. Deku. Um, except water. I will. Yes, Deku meets the water. Splash. Uh, Ida does get away from it though, with his. his yeah, he uh, saves hey, a few kids. And he grabs a couple friends. Yeah, a handful of them don't get teleported. And then while Deku's in the water, it's suddenly Shark Week, and here comes the shark dude. Dude, this guy's really funny. He says the most classic villain line in the entire world, which is, nothing personal, kid. <laughs> Whoa, do you remember that show? It was like Street Sharks or whatever. Hell fucking yes, dude. This is like one of the Street Shark guys. Yeah, some Street Sharks show up. <laughs> Except he's in the water, so I guess it's not a Street Shark. He's just a normal shark. So this looks really bad. Um, the, the man has very sharp teeth and is swimming very fast. But <laughs> uh, Sue shows up. But the best hero, seriously, this hero is so seriously? good. Seriously, my favorite, one of my favorite kids in class one A, bonks this dude, grabs Deku with her tongue and lifts him, depositing him gently onto a boat. Oh, and also, uh, garbage Mineta oh. is there. 
Yeah, the worst character in the show is also here. Yeah, and of course it's <laughs> he a little bit too much is, screen got, time for my comfort here. You got some big boobs, Sue. They're perfect floaties, and she fucking throws him up onto the deck. That's what I love about this is that there is like a clear delineation between Deku gets sort of deposited as gently as she can, and she just slams him down on the on the <laughs> like boat she's playing she cornhole with him, just boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the kids in the show treat Mineta. Uh, in the way like that you should treat Mineta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Deku keeps calling her Asui, and she's like, can you fucking Call me die? Sue. It's Sue. It's- and this makes Deku very embarrassed, because he's a very polite child. Yeah. Oh, she gets this still frame here, where she gets her, like, yeah. comic book introduction, and I wrote down, because <laughs> it says she can do anything, or whatever a frog can do, and I was like, Patrick, I came up with a song, because Sue used to, Sue used to. Does whatever a frog can do, and I played it on my kazoo, and he was like, oh, <laughs> "Does it go any? Did you did you come up with the rest of that?" Hell no. Oh, okay. Well, we should <laughs> be my guest. <laughs> Speaking of, this is how uh, this is like um, Horikoshi's uh, thing about Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. That's a, why I was singing it, and I was like, "She's she's kind of Spider Man like, really." She climbs oh the walls my! Just, yeah, that's the. Best I like how you have the through. kazoo on hand, ready to go. It's in my purse at all times, in case I need it. You don't understand. This came in on Saturday, and I've had a million Snapchats right now. It's like, my dog hates it, though, so. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Mineta is incredulous that All Might can even be killed. Um, and Sue is the first one to posit that the, if that's true, if it, if it's true that he's like totally invincible, the only reason they'd be trying is if they for sure think they have a trump card. Mineta cannot handle himself this episode. He completely loses it. He's like completely gone. Uh, he's certain that he's going to die and that he can't save anybody. And I like that he points out that like, we're only a few days into school. Like this is way too much. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, <laughs> so, when you yeah. think of it that way, I could not handle a, a crisis of, like, ten magnitudes lesser when I was in high school. They really went from the frying pan into the fire on this. Well, I guess technically not the fire, into the water. Would it, uh, whatever. The water? Some people oh, went into the fire water. zone. Yeah, they do. Oh, actually, can I note uh, specifically? Yeah, they do show all the other zones. That's the thing that Wait, happens. Wait, isn't uh, Ojiro the only one in the fire? Ojiro zone? is by himself in the yeah. fire fire rescue zone. That is just a testament to how awesome he actually is. He's kind of in the background, but yeah, stronger than you think, just with a big tail. It's a very big tail, so I mean, you can fuck <laughs> shit up, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Todoroki is making some short work out of the villains in his zone, and he says, aren't you embarrassed to lose to a child? <laughs> For God's sake, you're adults. <laughs> Get it together. Yikes. Oh my God. He, he like, scolds them like they're toddlers. It's so funny. Meanwhile, in the teacher's lounge, uh, All Might can't reach Aizawa or 13. And he's like, well... I was stupid. And as they established, I think, in the previous episode, it's that he saved a bunch of people and exhausted all his his big muscle time already. Yeah. He he, he did extra pro bono work. I could get, like, ten minutes out of it and say something encouraging at the end. (laughs) And then Nezu shows up. I, gosh, Nezu's so good. What a good character. The one who might be a bear or a dog or a rat, but the, what matters is I'm the principal. <laughs> I love how he 
how he's like leaning into the, how confusing his morphology is. Oh my god! And then All Might like totally tries to derail this by complimenting his shiny fur coat, and as he's like, "The secret's keratin. Humans can't get this kind of lustrous shine." He goes, "Nice." He climbs up on the couch extremely cutely. Yeah, they gave him a few seconds of this is animation of him crawling across the couch. <laughs> and he he says, All Might, sit down, relax, have some tea. I'm going to teach you about teaching. Well, okay. So before we get to that, um, Nezu says that he needs to start focusing on also training one for all successor. Does he know? I guess he has. Successor? Well, he knows that there's someone, and maybe he doesn't know it's Deku, or... Yeah, I don't know. And then he but... says that he brought All Might to UA to get him out of the spotlight, and we see how long Excuse that lasted. me? Yeah, that did not work. <laughs> you can't keep this man out of his one, what is it, vice? Yeah. And as this is also, like, the most noteworthy school in the entire country. Yeah, exactly. Like, the fuck? And during this, All Might starts to just, like, smoke again. And he's like, oh, dear, you're smoking. That can't be good. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> I love that All Might is intimidated by this small man. The small rat It's man. really funny, because it's his boss. Like, and that's how he's <laughs> acting. And it, it really comes through in the scene. Like, the way he's sitting. And... Yeah. <laughs> I love it when he's big, and he sits like that with his knees together and his hands on his knees. Yeah. <laughs> He even sits down. He stays seated on the floor after Nezu sits on the couch. He wants to stay lower than him. <laughs> anyway, that's a nice, calm little scene. But back to the real action. Um, uh, Tenya and Shoji. Yes, yeah. Shoji is searching using his weird, kind of creepy arm stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, 13 is the one who has the idea to send Tenya out to go you know, get get the rest of the faculty to come over here. And I just want to point out, Sato refers to him as emergency exit. Emergency exit. He says, so, so emergency exit. And I, I was love like, that. I, yes. I want that to be his hero name eventually. Man, I would love for that to get brought up. I know we said that last episode, but really, it's such a funny, perfect, <laughs> like, it's just, it's really urgent. And that's all that Tenya is, is just urgent. He is the emergency <laughs> exit. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, this, this, this part. <laughs> so they're, they're telling Ida that it'll be a lot faster for him to get out and go find the teachers than for him to, than for them to try and find out who it is that's causing the signal jam. And for Uraraka, sure. she's like, I can make you float again, just like in the cafeteria. And I was like, this brings a whole new meaning to the term high five. <gasps> <laughs> Boom. Look I at told that. you I had a good fun for the episode. That's <laughs> great job. We'll we'll frame that one. <laughs> Just hang it up on the on the on the plus that ultra website. That one definitely website. yeah should be crossed. Oh boy. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna hang it above my fireplace. <laughs> oh um, lord. Okay. Unfortunately, they do all of the strategizing like ten feet away from Kurogiri. <laughs> it's like I literally heard fucking all of that. <laughs> Um, 13 finally gets a chance to like show her quirk off I, and but I just want to say how much I love real quick that he called them out for strategizing right in front of him like everybody does in that. every anime well he already did that earlier so bitch can't talk that's true yeah, he spilled yeah, the beans about all night he's like we're the league of villains and we're here to kill your teacher oh well fuck 
Way to give away the whole game. Yeah. That's what villains do, though. They can't help it. So we don't really get a chance to see 13's quirk because we cut to Team Deku on the boat, and Mineta is, like, absolutely losing it. Yeah. Um, Was it Deku who, like, he sort of, like, surmises that the villains have an advantage and they already knew what was in USJ because they sent all of the water villains there. And he's like, but there's something that's bothering me. She's like, why did they send you here? Asked we, oh, soup. And she's like, hmm, that kind of mm. fell apart on you, didn't it? So what's implied here is that the villains have the advantage of knowing what's up at the USJ, but they have the disadvantage of not knowing what any of the kids' quirks are. Yep. Which and is a good like, point. Yeah. Which is a huge disadvantage uh, in the case of Class 1A. And they're like, for all that they know, we could have like super powerful quirks and they would be mm-hmm. like half right. They would be half right about that. Um, Two thirds of them have super powerful quirks. Uh, the three of them sort of strategize, like they talk about their quirks, and it's it's a really funny little it's a moment good because scene. like Sue says that she's Sue has like five million powers. They're yeah. all great except Deku's for one. Is amazing. <laughs> Deku's like, I can break my limbs at the drop of a hat, and then Mineta's, <laughs> and Mineta's like, I have these sticky balls that I pull off my head. And this then we is get also this. when we get the little moment with Sue that I I really really love, which is she mentions her ability to throw up her stomach to clean it. And then, and then immediately remarks, yes. but that's not useful here. Yeah. I like that. Okay, when Mineta's describing his quirk, he's like, I have these, like, sticky head testicles that won't stick to me, but they'll stick to other people, maybe, and then I'll bleed if I use too many, and then we can kind of get this That's thing. such a terrifying detail. <laughs> oh, did you just try to play a cricket's no... <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. Well, that's what happens in the episode is they just stare at him. Yeah. Like, He's like, like, I know that's I suck. It? Okay, I suck. I'm sorry. And Deku's like, no, not not that much. How is he in this class? What did How he did he do? get it through the fucking test? Okay, later in season two, he was ninth on the written exam. I mean, he's really smart, but wasted. How- how does he what does he do like how do you beat a robot with sticky balls you get it to stick its fingers together like a chinese finger trap i don't know oh shit that's it two points (laughs) on the board (laughs) um the the villains villains decide to force the kids to move and they do this by one of them uses some kind of insane hydrokinesis quirk to make a giant hand and chop the boat in half (laughs) cool quirk and Mineta throws a bunch of balls into the water uh, while having a panic attack. And Sue asks him if being a hero is really right for him. And he flips out a little bit more. And the There's villains a- during this are like, ew, what the fuck is that? What are it's these a really things? good One of them moment like- of animation where they do that thing where they're pushing it away with the back of their hands <laughs> in the water. Like, ew, 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 ew. What if the balls, okay, what if they were blue instead of purple? Blue balls, yeah. <laughs> the hero blue balls. He might as well be. Honestly, that's essentially his whole character. Yeah. Uh, Deku realizes when he sees this happening that, um, you know, they're afraid to touch these things. We can do we can like really surprise them. And he takes a page out of Bakugo's playbook, I think. Before that, he has like a quote from All Might. He says, uh, an enemy certain of victory is bound to make a mistake. And it immediately cuts over to the villain saying, keep your guard up. But we have an advantage. So whatever. (laughs) 
proving the point. <clears throat> so he he yells, "Die!" And jumps off the ship. Yep. And then yes, be like Tachan. Yeah, Deku. It doesn't come sound as good. He Hearing can't really pull it off. Die. Uh, like Bakugo. Like you. A for effort, baby. I know. <laughs> he invents the Delaware smash in this situation. Delaware. He uses the microwave. Yeah, he says. Okay, that and he, he thinks about the egg. He can't hit them all at once while they're in a circle, and so the best option is center of the circle. And he so he like uses the the he flicks with his middle finger and his thumb. And it causes like a giant shock wave that spreads all the water out, creates a big vortex. And Mineta is like very close to being inspired. Uh, and he just throws a bunch more yeah. balls in the vortex. Yelling, screaming, you know, and crying like, the Sue whole time. jumps off carrying <laughs> Mineta and then uses her tongue like a rope to grab Deku. And Mineta's like, man, he did all that while we were all just fucking terrified. And I just, it's so cool. Like, how can he do all of that? And then he's like, you can my sticky balls he does call them sticky balls which he shouldn't have my sticky balls uh to his credit i don't want to i don't want to praise him too much but to his credit this actually helps quite a bit it did and deku says if a strong force is applied to a water surface then the water will be pushed away and come rushing right back to the middle and very bill nye yeah yeah these dudes don't really have anywhere else to go now because they're stuck to each other Midoriya the science guy. I'd, oh man, I tried to think of a good rhyme there and I can't. I, yeah, it's it's hard. I spent the last few seconds doing There's that There's an too. entire like Reddit <laughs> thread about things like this where it was just rhymes like Bill Nye the science guy. <laughs> and I I wish that I could think of something on the spot, but it'll come later. I, know I just want to highlight the last line in this episode is Sue's and what she says is, I guess we passed the shipwreck zone. <laughs> this isn't <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and she she said they were both. She said they both were amazing, and I was like, okay, well, good. Well, that's encouraging that's for their kind. classmates. Well, they're setting up that Sue is very supportive. She Sue is. is number one. I I think she's just good at being a hero. She yeah, is. like that was a she, she was has very all the right in this situation. She kind of handled a bunch of stuff. She helped execute the plan and did not complain. And she and picked cried. up Minetta's slack. Like, literally, by picking him up and moving with him. He's small enough, though. He probably wasn't that big. He's a very small... Okay, guys, here's the thing, and I uh, uh, I have to tell you about this because <laughs> I always forget to bring it up, but it's, like, extremely important to me. Yeah. Okay. Mineta looks like Dexter from Dexter's Lab. <gasps> oh, he kind of does. His whole uh-huh. shape. Look at it! Look at the mouth oh, structure. Oh, good lord! I'm looking at a picture of him same. right now. That he is Dexter from Dexter's Lab, the Cartoon oh. Network program. What? Oh, yeah. Man. Somebody's gonna Photoshop that, and I'm not gonna be okay with it. That's where he ended up. <laughs> like he the, went to you're Hero saying this school. is the end point of the Dexter's Laboratory story? Yes. Man, that's a little anticlimactic, don't you think? <laughs> uh. Sorry. Oh boy, howdy. I'm not really that sorry. I'm only a little sorry. Um, we're trying not to dunk on him too much. We're trying. No, yeah, we I don't dunk on this... him. I kind of wanted it to be the first thing I said when you asked me to guest in on this episode. I was like, maybe the first words out of my mouth should be "Mineta is garbage" because it's one of my most deeply held opinions. 
It's the most unfortunate thing in the world that he exists in this very good television show. I, I love every single member of this classroom. Like, they are sweet children that are just magical and wonderful, except for this one little piece of garbage. <laughs> this one little shithead who fucking I have to make excuses for every time I tell a friend to watch this show. Really? You know, I... I, I don't Are you coming around on him? Is this going to be no, I'm do, not. Like, an intervention? Oh, boy. Boy. <laughs> don't. No. No. He's upset that you even mentioned that this is a possibility. I can't, I can't like. use my brain to make the words go because I'm so offended. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just, no. I was just, I don't know. I, I, I can't even say it anymore. Between this and the episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai that Max and I watched for Zenkai, for Zenkai Boost today, we've had to endure a lot of uh, a very specific character archetype that should should very well have been left by the wayside a long time ago. Yeah, it should be a thing <laughs> of the past, and it's pretty fucked up that it's not. So there you go. To yeah, erase this character trope forever. <laughs> delete Please. Mineta, delete Roshi. Well, you know what? You know what? Every friend group needs that one person for everybody to hate on. I guess. I guess we can bond over how much we don't like Mineta. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. (laughs) Why does he wear a toilet around his waist, though? (laughs) Yeah, I still got a question there. It's a big white diaper. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) He looks like oh. You know those swings for toddlers? Oh my yeah, god. He's sitting in one of those. <laughs> you just cut the straps and just carries it around with Give me him. a push. <laughs> oh my god. He he needs a pretty big push into the trash can. <laughs> push him into the ocean. Oh, we said we weren't gonna do this. <laughs> But here we are doing it, and I think it's fine. <gasps> Why don't you call this podcast Plus Ultra Minus Mineta? <laughs> We're going to use PEMDAS Plus Ultra Minus Mineta. Times Bakugo. Ta- yeah, like Times Bakugo <laughs> is to the, something to really the Dekuth good. power. To the Dekuth power. <laughs> Dekuth. Okay, <laughs> Dekuth. so guys, I have a game for you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let me regain my composure. Okay. I want to play a game. I want to play a little game. Uh, so this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be a little quiz for you guys, where I was uh looking up real heroes and villains, and I'm gonna give you guys like a list of real and fake heroes and villains, and you're gonna have to tell me. If Whether it's real or fake. fake. Okay. Yeah, based on the, the name and possibly a small description. I don't remember if I wrote descriptions for all of them. Okay. So, I'm ready for that. All right. <clears throat> I'm down. First one is Matter Eater Lad. He can eat matter. That's definitely real. That, sound, that sounds so fake, though. Oh. Ugh, I don't know. I'm going to go fake because Max went real. It's real. Oh, it's from matter- DC Comics 1962. 1952? 62. 
Still. Matter eater lad. Old comic heroes are some of the weirdest, dumbest things. Bro, we have not even touched, like, we just touched oh, the surface. Oh, boy. That's what I meant to say. Okay, so next we have uh, Captain Ultra, who has the ability of flight, strength, x-ray vision, super breath, intangibility, and the ability to tap his ultra potential. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think, Max? My gut says real, because this absolutely sounds like a thousand different heroes. So I'm going to go with, I think it's real. Okay, he says real, I'll say fake. It is real. Ah, yes. God. He's from uh, Marvel Comics from 1976, and once he told an ultra joke. I don't know what the joke was, though, so don't ask. (laughs) Was it powerful? That's a cop-out. Trust us, it was funny. Yeah, just trust me on this one, guys. Um, next, (laughs) Next, we have the Iron Finger. Uh, super strength and hardening ability in the metacarpals. <laughs> Who's laughing right now? That's <laughs> Max. Dumb, isn't other it? Max. Max Newland. The original. That's so fake. I'm saying fake. I'm also going to say fake just because Iron Fist is a thing. Iron Finger. I don't know. It is fake. <laughs> Thank <laughs> okay. goodness. I was this so is... worried you were going to say real. This is an inside joke between some of my coworkers. They came up with the Iron Finger, and I don't remember, like, what started it, but it is one of the funniest things that they joke about. Uh, okay. That's the, um, that's the kind of quirk you get, and you don't, like, you can't be a hero with that quirk, but you can, I don't know, there's something you can do. Yeah. Get really good at sewing. I mean, basically, Kirishima could do that if he just hardens the fingers. Anyway, <gasps> what? We got to circle back around to Kirishima. Okay. Oh, 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 yes, I know. Okay. Um, next we have Fruit Boy. He can accelerate the growth of fruit. <laughs> no, fake, fake. That's got it. That has to be fake. Only specifically fruit, not vegetables. <laughs> fruit. Oh, no, carrots. I'm powerless. I really want it to be real, so I'll say real. It's real. <laughs> no! Oh, man. <laughs> He's from the DC Legion of Superheroes. He was in a man, Legion? Just let anybody somebody, in, huh? Somebody invited Fruit Boy to the club? Into the club, yes. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, Jesus Christ. I feel like I can't search Fruit Boy. I feel like if I search <laughs> that in Google, I'm going to regret it. All right. Next, we have... <clears throat> Arm fall off boy. He can remove his limbs and use them as clubs to hit people. Mm. It's real. I'm also going to say it's real. It is real. It is real? DC Comics 1989. <laughs> That's what they called I, him? Arm I actually have. Boy. I have actually seen the comic strip that he is from. Oh, um, and he is like auditioning to join the fucking League of Justice, the Justice League. I hope that he fails that audition. He does. He does. He he's he displays his power in front of Batman and Superman, and they're not impressed. He's like a Mister Potato Head. <laughs> Watch this, you guys. Uh, okay. Next, we have Stuff the Chinatown Kid. He doesn't have any powers. He's just really good at martial arts. What was his name again? Stuff. 
stuffed the Chinatown kid. <laughs> I'm gonna say real, because that sounds like something a racist comic book would have in it in the 80s, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds like it could be real. It is real. I don't remember yes. what year it's from, but it's DC, and he was a sidekick to Vigilante, and he's also dead now. I don't know when he died. But Rest wow, yeah. how how fucking messed up is that? Um, next we have da, 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 crop ruster. He can disintegrate plant life through direct contact. You said ruster. Crop ruster. Okay, that's so good. That's a good name. Good, I think it's fake, though. I think it's real. It's fake. Ah, <laughs> I, I wanted it to be like, real. That's the thing. I was thinking of fart jokes, and then I don't remember how. Oh, my God. <laughs> Crop duster. <laughs> he turns plants into farts. Yep. I am looking up Fruit Boy right now. Doesn't he look like Aquaman just with fruit? He does. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. This is real. Is this from, like, a thing to get kids to eat healthy? Man, I don't know. I don't know what comic book people are doing anymore. Probably. This is exactly... This looks like the exact same context as Arm Fall Off Man. Like, he's trying to impress the superheroes, and they're like, hmm... All right, I got a couple more for you guys. <clears throat> the next one is Duncan. He's really good at basketball. Duncan? Duncan. Oh, Duncan, I get it. <laughs> oh, real? Fake. It's fake. <laughs> I wrote that one down literally right before we started because I was thinking about I should have known that's much. such exactly distilled your sense of humor. <laughs> Duncan. <laughs> but I was thinking about donuts, so I don't know how I arrived at the basketball part. I mean dunk, but whatever. Uh and lastly here we <laughs> We have a super Moby Dick of space. It's the size of five spaceships and has hyperspeed. So you weren't joking when you said super like like that's the name the super Moby Dick of space. Super Moby Dick of space, the size of five spaceships and has hyperspeed. Oh, you make it sound like the description is also part of his title. No, those are just like attributes. Real? Real. Real. Yes. What is that? DC Comics 1938. 1938. That sounds like something someone wrote in 2001. I know. That's a that's a fucking um instead of that's just an episode giant of giant whale. That's a Doctor <laughs> Who episode. Yeah. Giant space whale. It just super Moby Dick of space. They're like no, giant space whale does not sound cool enough. It's not a mouthful. So, some of the ones that I didn't include on here were they were just ones that I also had written down. Um there's Squirrel Girl, Leather Boy, The Crazy Quilt, Dog Welder, Super Wizard Star. Dog Welder? Yeah, I'm a the ability really to that combine dogs together. Dogs. I don't know. <laughs> um, there's also Paste Pot Pete. 
<sighs> Paste Pot Pete. That's a Stan Lee character, man. Oh, he, he is a chemistry genius, and he can uh, fire lubricant projectiles and crawl on walls. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he fought the Human Torch once. Um, we also have I the Doorman. Well. <laughs> Doorman is just the... Kuragiri, honestly. Yeah, for <laughs> he's sure. He's a portal. <laughs> and he's, yeah, he's a portal. He's He brings souls to the afterlife. Um, there's also the gay ghost. Shut up. The I'm gay ghost? Not even joking. This is from a 19. That's a real one? DC comic. Yes, that oh, is Oh, 1942, one. okay. Okay, that makes yeah, sense now. It's about a guy who was killed because a bunch of bandits wanted to steal his purse. And this adventure is called one of the queerest in all of history. The guy's name is Keith Everett. <laughs> And he possesses the bodies of dissolute youth Americans so long as they have a little bit of good in them, and he helped to defeat the Nazis. How have I never heard of this until, like, yeah, a couple days ago? This? What is this? Oh, oh boy. I'm freaking out about this. <laughs> Superheroes, why? So, yeah. Oh, the last one was The Wizard, which is, like, the Avengers. Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually supposed to be like the Flash, but they named him the Wizard. How could they name him the Wizard? I know, I'm like, I thought he peed on people and you made his outfit yellow. <laughs> That's Stupid. not fair. That's not, That's not fair at all. <laughs> That's not fair at all. <laughs> I have to oh, deposit man. an image I've just found uh, for oh. both of y'all to look at. Receiving image. Dude, I have that duck image saved on my phone. <laughs> Except it's just the boy. Like the the red one is the duck going boy. With laser eyes. Yeah, you know, that, that seagull has been all around the place lately. Oh, seagull, not the, a duck. The yep. yelling seagull. Boy. Why he do that? <laughs> Why he do that? Yo. Um, so the reason I bought this kazoo was because I heard a really funny cover of the third intro for My Hero Academia on a kazoo. And yesterday, my sister introduced me to Shitty Flute YouTube. You guys ever Shitty Flute YouTube is great. <laughs> does I she realize? Does Victoria realize she's created a monster? No, my sister, Olivia. Olivia, I'm sorry. I get them mixed up. Oh, oh my God. Because oh, yeah. they both did have I, a V and an I. I'm sorry. Did I send you those, Max? I think I did. Yeah, you did. Because you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? What is this? <laughs> oh, man. I was having myself a good laugh last night. Listening to I'm sure you were. And I'm glad, you, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you found your true calling, kazoo music. Mm. <laughs> Here's the thing. Kazoo music is a thing, but one kazoo note is just a fart. <laughs> You apologize right now. He's within earshot. <laughs> I'm not trying to insult it. It's magical. It's wonderful. I love everything uh. about the kazoo. <laughs> I did feel like my point was a little undermined by the kazoo note. <laughs> oh, well, now that we've devolved into this, I feel like... Yeah, um, here's a reminder. <clears throat> We're recording this on October 16th, which is the birthday of two very good boys. Um Heartening special boys. According to the character profiles provided by Kohei Horikoshi, uh, October 16th is a birthday shared by Eijiro Kirishima and Tetsu 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 Tetsu. They have the same birthday? 
Yeah, man. Yes, and blood type. <laughs> and like, I love everything. this too. <laughs> My boys, bless their hearts. Happy birthday. <laughs> I would play. Do they have the same favorite food? Do they have the same favorite food? I think so. You know what? I wrote that down on a thing um, somewhere, and I don't... Wait, 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 wait. I wrote... Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. What was that? <laughs> it was me pulling my drawer out <laughs> for my desk, and it just went... Uh -huh. It had some input. Um, Let's see. They're both th birthdays are both on October 16th. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they have the same favorite food. Whatever. We'll pretend they do. We're going to do a deep dive on this and come back to you later because you owe, you, we owe you. No, they owe the kind us. kind of hard. What? Send, send their favorite foods respectively. What's your guys' email? Oh, I thought you were going to ask for my address because I want to eat. <laughs> yeah, no, mail it. I want you to, everyone to write this down in a letter and mail it to dot, dot, dot. P.O. Box uh, 42069. Blaze uh, Street. 123 one, Fake Street. <laughs> 420 Blaze Street. Do you, <laughs> you guys want to be done Your with the house. podcast? Yeah, I think, I think oh, we're going to be done now? Hit bottom here. <laughs> because we're now, we've now completely sort of like left off the rails of My Hero Academia. <laughs> Come on, Guess dog. what? That happens in every episode. <laughs> My dogs are losing their shit, so let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Well, thanks again for joining us for another hour of uh, of Plus Ultra. Um, if you enjoyed this, you might enjoy my other podcasts. Uh, I do Zenkai Boost with Max Kostrak here. You can find that at ZenkaiBoost.com. It's a recap of Dragon Ball Z Kai. And I do a Ghost Adventures recap show, Insanely Haunted. You can get that in at InsanelyHaunted.com. And of course, you can find Plus Ultra at plusultrapodcast.com. Dot com. Our logo art was was made by my co-host Emmy. That's me. You can find it's more really of her stuff good. at crispylewis.tumblr.com. Wow, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, crispy and, Lewis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, crispy Lewis. <laughs> it, it, you can't. I I can't say anything about crispy Lewis because my Twitter handle is duck fungus. So duck fungus is such a good handle, though. Like uh, yeah, sn I snuck in and grabbed that one. Uh, also, big thanks to Rich Odd He does the music that we use for the intro and outro. You can support him on Patreon. Go vi visit him on YouTube. Check out his cool covers. Anyway, uh, thanks again for listening. It's been a pleasure. And uh, till next time, remember to go beyond. Plus Ultra! Ultra!